go set up the business in small towns grow the local economy and strong value based relationship with people willing to work towards a common goal this will truly make you successful namaste and welcome to the podcast fitness fuel 10x hello my name is bedender singh negi and i'm your host i've been in the corporate world for over 2 decades in various sectors i'm a corporate mentor a tracker an investor and an author today in our episode of number 1 of season 3 which is on an inspiring entrepreneur from india every week we come up with the new episode on the topics which touch move inspire and bring value in our lives welcome to this journey and thank you so much for your listening in this podcast today about zoho a software development company based in india today we will discuss zoho's story its challenges the ceo's woes background vision team what's been built the role model results solutions transformation in the industry and how it has impacted people's lives around the globe zoho corporation is an indian multinational technology company that makes computer software and web based business tools it is best known for the online office suit offering zoho office suit the company was founded in 1996 by shridhar webu and tony thomas and has a presence in seven locations with global headquarters in chennai tamil nadu india and the corporate headquarters outside of austin and delville texas radha vembu shridhar's vembu's sisters owns the majority stake in the company now let's talk about the history of zoho corporation Now from 1996 to 2009 the company was known as Adventnet Incorporation and initially provided network management software Adventnet expanded operations into Japan in 2001 and shifted focus to small and medium businesses Zoho CRM were released in 2005 along with Zoho Writer the company's first office suit product zoho projects creator sheet and show were released in 2006 zoho expanded into the collaboration space with release of zoho docs and zoho meetings in 2007 in 2008 the company added invoicing and mail applications reaching 1 million users by august of that year In 2009 the company was renamed Zoho Corporation after its online office suit the company remains privately owned In 2017 Zoho launched Zoho One a comprehensive suite of over 40 applications as of October 2021 Zoho One has been expanded to 50 applications the following year in November 2022 Zoho worked with more than 50,000 organizations in more than 160 countries worldwide. Zoho reached more than 
50 million customers in January 2020. In July 22, the company announced it had more than 80 million users. Zoholix India is the name of the company annual user conference. Other products include Zoho Books on accounting software, Zoho Workplace, an enterprise collaboration platform, Zoho Survey, a customer experience management tool, and Zoho People, an HR management platform. Now let's talk about the locations worldwide. Now Zoho is headquartered in Chennai, India. As of 2021, it has 12 offices operating in nine countries around the globe. The company operates in China and also has offices in Singapore and Japan. The bulk of its support operations are carried from its office in Chennai. Zoho also has an office in Renegunta, Andhra Pradesh and has been operating from this office since 2018. Its US headquarters was in Pleasanton, California until it was moved to Del Valle, Texas in 2019. In April 2019, Zoho purchased the land outside of Austin that was intended for their new headquarters. Instead, February 2020, they built an organic farm as a food source and placed the rest and recreation for its employees during the COVID-19 pandemic. Their employees walk out of existing structures. Unused food is shared with the Central Texas Food Bank and other organizations. The research and development campus is in Estancia IT Park, Chennai. Zoho opened an office in Tankasi in 2011 where their product Zoho Desk was built and launched. After the outbreak of COVID-19, Zoho planned to open branches in rural areas of southern Tamil Nadu, including Madurai and Thani. In February 2022, Zoho opened an office in New Braunfels, Texas, United States. And in July of that year, that location had 30 employees. In April 2022, Zoho opened an office in Maclan, Texas, in a Rio Grande Valley, the company's third location in Texan, July 22, the company announced plans to open an office in Lagos, Nigeria, its third African office. Sridhar Bambu, born in 1968, is an Indian billionaire, business magnate, and a founder and CEO of Zoho Corporation. And according to the Forbes, he is the 55th richest person in India and with a net worth of $3.75 billion as of 2021. He was awarded with India's fourth highest civilian award, the Padam Shri, in 2021. When we talk about the early life, Vembu was born in 1968 in a middle-class Tamil family from a village in Tanjore district in Tamil Nadu. He graduated with a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from the Indian Institute of Technology, Madras, in 1989 and earned his MS and PhD degrees from Princeton University in New Jersey. Go, set up the businesses in smaller towns, grow the local economy and strong value-based relationship with the people willing to work towards a common goal. This will be truly make you successful.
from Sridhar Vembu. Sridhar Vembu is the founder and CEO of the Joho Corporation, which offers the online Joho suit as well as a variety of several other enterprise applications. He's best known for establishing the multi-billion dollar Zoho Corporation from scratch and without any external capital, which now competes directly with industry chains such as Microsoft, Google, Oracle, and Salesforce.com. The smartest unknown Indian entrepreneur who has a massive following in the startup sector, primarily due to his refusal of a venture capital funding. I focus on real capital and ignore the question of valuation. That's what Sridhar talks about. Sridhar hails from a low-income middle-class household in Chennai, where his father worked as a stenographer in the high court and his mother was housewife. Neither of his parents attended college. He received an early education in Tamil Nadu medium government-aided school until the 10th grade after which he attended IIT Madras for his undergraduate studies. Following that, he earned his electrical engineering degree from Princeton University in 1989. Sridhar joined Qualcomm in San Diego in 1994 after finishing his PhD. As an electrical engineer, he worked on wireless communication for around two years, encompassing topics like CDMA, power control, and some more detailed wireless communication issues. During his time at Princeton, he developed a strong interest in political science and economics, leading him to read a number of books and research the success of markets such as Japan, Singapore, and Taiwan, as well as how they had managed to expand so well. He saw that India's problem was socialism, and he was determined to correct the situation. So, when his brother Kumar brought up to the idea two years later, he decided to join his brother, quit his work and return to the homeland in an attempt to use the technology to tackle the country's problems. They teamed up with a Tony Thomas who was familiar with the area and had some network administration software. And together they founded Webu Software in 1996 from the modest apartment in Chennai outskirts. Now, Zoho Corporation, situated in California, was founded in 1996 by Sridhar Vembu and Tony Thomas with its parent company that, that of three great brands, Zoho, Manage Engine, and WebNBS, which collectively offer SaaS software as a service, products to the businesses all over the world. The corporation is based in California and has offices in Singapore, Japan, China, and India, with a total workforce of roughly 4,000 people plus. In the very beginning, expect, except for some aid from the family and friends, the company has been entirely self-funded from its inception. Sridhar's wife took care of the house while he focused on the business. Tony had taken a buyout from his employment, which meant that the businesses worked for Lucent Technologies paid a lot of people to leave. If you really want to take care of the customer, treat them right and leave money on the table they stay with you for long term. That's what Sridhar talks about. Initially, Tony served as a company CEO and the chairman. While Sridhar served as a chief evangelist, Sridhar concentrated on promoting and marketing the company's technologies and it began approaching consumers in the Bay Region. 
They did so since there were a number of networking companies starting up in the Bay region at that point of time. And it was not long before they started acquiring clients, one of whom turned out to be a Cisco. The software started to gain traction. They sold to a number of Silicon Valley enterprises and they even managed to build a strong market in Japan. They had grown to 115 engineers in India and seven workers in the United States by the year 2000 with a revenue of roughly $10 million. Now, when it came, the bubble burst in 2001 and the networking industry suffered a massive disaster. As a result, many businesses suffered huge losses after the bubble burst and they faced their own set of issues. In the year 2002, they suffered a big setback and their customer base shrank from 150 to only 3. Sridhar had recently taken over as a company CEO at that point of time. For him, this was a critical juncture. He, on the other hand, took it positively. Sridhar realized that the organization could only rely on a single location. It was named the R&D year. The company was not destroyed when the bubble burst. Rather, it was just repositioned in the appropriate direction. Because the software was no longer selling, many of their engineers and resources were idle. And as a result, they decided to put them to the good use. They chased to travel in two different directions. They began by converting the same network management software they supplied as an OEM, order equipment manufacturers, model into the enterprises model. Managed engineers was born as a result of this. Aside from that, they had an open demand effort, so some engineers were assigned to that road as well. Juho got its start in this way. They offered a variety of tools to assist businesses with sales and marketing, HR and finance, email and collaborations, and IT and help desk. It completes with HP OpenView and Microsoft Office, among others. The primary distinction was that both of these directions were aimed at mid-level markets rather than the high-end business sector. By 2003, many of the startups had vanished and the company had successfully transitioned its core businesses to a well-established business as well. Startup founders learn not to impress others and learn to make up the businesses, work and work with the clever employees renamed to AdventNet and then Zoho Corporation. After Tony left to start a new business, Sridhar made a lot of modifications during the next two years. They not only started using the Google AdWords to directly contact clients, but they also renamed the company AdventNet in 2005 and launched their own informal university called Zoho University. The institution was partly founded because, according to NASCOM, more than 90% of the graduates and 75% of the engineers were unemployed. Owing to the fact that the MNCs and the larger corporations chose to hire toppers and graduates from the best institutes throughout the world, leaving the others to rot in a hole. Sridhar chose to do something different because he knew he couldn't compete with the bigger companies. Rather than selecting engineers with advanced degrees from the famous institutions, he chose to hire young professionals who were previously overlooked. 
he opted to seek for smartness rather than colleges, degrees or grades. They even went to improvise higher schools and employed students who were intelligent but had dropped out of the college owing to financial constraints. They need to provide for their families. They would then train them after the selection step and the nine months they would be producing at the level of the college graduates. And believe it or not, these youngsters were better coders than the rest. Money is a motivator, mainly for the job that doesn't require much thinking. For jobs that require thinking, money is important only up to a point. And beyond that, the most important motivators are autonomy, mastery and purpose. And that's what Shildas bank upon. By 2009, the company had changed its name to Zoho Corporation. And since then, businesses have increasingly turned to the internet for rented software to run their operations, rather than purchasing expensive software licenses. Zoho Corporations also changed their direction. And their youngest division, Zoho.com, began offering internet-based software for work. The Zoho Corporation was divided into three divisions over time. Zoho.com. WebNBS and Manage Engine. Manage Engine now accounts for over half of Zoho Corporation revenues. And while the business does not disclose its financials, Bloomberg estimates that Manage Engine's revenues were over $120 million in November 2012, while Zoho Corporation overall revenue was close to $200 million. This figure is also increasing at the breakneck pace with a sale jumping from $300 million to about 12 million users in 2015 to, to about $500 million with 18 million users in 2016 with users from the United States, Europe, West Asia and Japan. Finally, they've gotten to the point where Mark Benioff, CEO of the Salesforce.com is desperate to buy Zoho because they are afraid of losing simply because Zoho is able to provide clients the same things for $10 to $12 as Salesforce does for $65. Howard Schroeder gently declined Mark's request. In fact, a long line in venture capitalists is lining up to invest in their company as he's one of the few who has consistently turned down offers. He's living every entrepreneur's dream, being pushed by venture capitalists and turning them down. Sridhar has successfully built scalable worldwide solutions from India that compete with the Salesforce.com, Microsoft and Google Cloud. And he has done so without taking any external money so far. The corporation has now set its sights on the Indian markets, which it now sees as a multi-billion dollar market where the cloud will be a major potential. Experienced people may find more innovative way to screw up. Don't make equation experience equal. Good. I'd experienced people who produce much less than an inexperienced people. Now that's what Sridhar says. It aims to sign up 1 million businesses in the next three years. And as part of the strategy, the corporation is said to be stepping up its marketing and sales efforts in the country. They've been aggressive in their outreach and they've even released a 30-second TV commercial with a theme made in India, made for the world, which has been aired during the prime time. With such a bold strategy, they expect domestic businesses to contribute roughly between 25 to 30% of their revenues in the next four to five years' time up from present 10%. Now, Sridhar has its own rules. In 2020, Zoho's offices were raided with the Indian government 
and shame with of the company's employees were arrested by alleging selling customer data. Vembu denied the allegation and has said the company takes data privacy and security seriously. The case is still ongoing, but Zoho has continued to operate and serve its customers. Zoho's background is rooted in India, where the company was founded. However, the company has since expanded its operations to other parts of the world, including US, Europe, and Asia. Zoho's vision is to provide affordable, easy-to-use software businesses to all sizes, regardless of their location. The company wants to make technology accessible to everyone and help businesses grow and thrive. Today, it's made of 9,000 employees across the globe. And the company has diverse workforce with employees from different backgrounds and cultures. Zoho values employees and provides them with a supportive work environment and opportunities for the growth and development. It has built an impressive suite of web applications, including CRM, accounting, project management, and more. The company's products are affordable and easy to use, making them accessible to businesses of all sizes. Zoho's solutions are designed to help businesses streamline their operations, improve their efficiency, and increase their productivity. Zoho is a role model for other companies in the tech industry that is possible to build successful software development company without relying on venture capital. Zoho's focus on building great products and serving its customers has allowed it to thrive and grow. The organization has achieved impressive results over the years. The company has over 60 million users and serves businesses all over the sizes from small startups to large corporations. Its products have helped businesses improve their operations and achieve their goals. The company's success also allowed it to give back to the community through its Zoho's foundation, which supports education and environment initiative in India. IT has transformed the industry by showing that it is possible to build great software without raising venture capital. The company has also helped make technology more accessible to the business of all sizes, regardless of their location. Its products have streamlined operations and improved efficiency, making it easier business to grow and thrive. It has also impacted millions of people's life around the world by providing affordable and easy-to-use software. One of the biggest challenges that True faced in the early days was competition from much larger companies such as Microsoft and Salesforce. However, the company was able to differentiate itself by focusing on the few key areas, including affordability, simplicity, and customizations. Sridhar Vembu, Zoho's CEO, also faced a number of personal challenges over the years. In 2011, he was diagnosed with cancer, and he has since then been vocal about the need of affordable healthcare in India. Additionally, in 2018, he announced that he would be no longer participate in the hiring process of Zoho due to concern about the biases of hiring process. Despite these challenges, Zoho has continued to grow and innovate. Today, the company offers a wide range of products, including CRM, HR, finance, and making tools, as well as email documents, collaborations, project management, software. It's expanded reach beyond India and now has offices and customers all over the world. One of the ways that Zoho has transformed the industry is by offering affordable software to businesses that might not have been able to afford it otherwise. This has helped small and medium-sized businesses to compete with the large companies by providing them with tools they need to manage their operations more efficiently. In terms of impact on people's life, Zoho has also made a difference by creating jobs in India and helping to build a thriving technology sector in the region. The company commitment to sustainability has also had a positive impact on the environment and its focus on affordable healthcare has helped to make healthcare more accessible to people in India. Zoho's story is in one of innovation, persistence, and commitment to the vision of affordable and customizable 
software for businesses all of the sizes. Its message to the young generation and the world at large is one for empowerment and inclusivity. The company believes that everyone should have access to affordable and easy-to-use technology, regardless of their background or financial situation. Finally, Zoho's message is one of the accessibility, innovation, collaboration, and social responsibility. The company believes that technology can be forced for good in the world and that by working together and empowering everyone, we can create a better future for all. As of 2020, he has held 88% stake in the company. Forbes estimated his net worth as about 2.44 million billion US dollars in 2021. Sridhar Vembu was appointed as National Security Advisor Board. Now, Vembu was awarded in 2019 Ernest and Young Entrepreneurs Year Award in India. He was also a recipient of the Padma Shri, India's fourth highest civilian honor in 2021. He has also been selected as the CNN News 18 Indian of the Year 2022. He was also appointed to the National Security Advisory Board in India in 2021. Sridhar Vembu is noted for taking software and product development function from urban centers into rural villages in India. Specifically, his company, Zoho, establishes offices in rural Mathala, Parai, Tankashi, District, Tamil Nadu, and in the suburban Renikunta, Andhra Pradesh. He moved from the Bay Area to Mathalam Palarai at this point of time. 2004, he set up Zoho schools to provide vocational software development education to rural students as an alternative to formal university education. A statement from the company states that 15 to 20 percent of his engineers have no college degrees but have achieved vocational education from Zoho schools. In 2020, he announced a rural school startup focused on free primary education. The company started as a network management software provider but later expanded services to include more than 50 web applications including customer support, relationship, accounting and project management. Today, Zoho has serves about 60 million users in more than 180 countries and has over 9,000 employees across the world. One of the Zoho's biggest challenges was in this decision to stay privately owned and not to raise venture capital. Many companies in the tech industry raise venture capital to fuel their growth, but Zoho decided to take a different approach. The company wanted to maintain control of its product and services and didn't want to be beholden to outside investors. As a result, the company had to rely on its own revenue to fund its growth. However, this approach has allowed Zoho to maintain its independence and focus on building great products for its customers. The podcast Fitness Fuel 10X is sponsored by Darwin Platform Group, who are committed to their contribution in the area of their expertise to various business sectors in the country. Thank you so much for your trust and confidence. In our mentorship programs for the corporate professionals and the organizations, we offer a holistic-based approach ensuring transformation in all five blueprints on fitnesses, covering mental, physical, spiritual, social, and financial habits. We have one-to-one coaching for professionals and custom design program for organization transformation. Our Himalayan retreat expeditions are unique, exploring nature, testing the individual flexibility, fitness, and diligence levels for the professionals. Now, you can subscribe to now to the Fitness Fuel 10X, wherever you got the podcast from. What is your biggest takeaway from today's episode from Zoho's founder, Sridhar Vembu? If you like something from today's episode, do share it with your loved ones. You can also share it on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, or any other social media platform. Thank you so much. The upcoming book, Fit Risks 5, which talks about fitness aspects of every holistic way of life, it'll be available on Amazon and Flipkart and Kittle. 
I'll see you in the next episode with an amazing, exciting and inspirational story again. So till then, relax and take good care of yourself. Cheers and stay safe.